Hello and welcome to Not If I Reboot You First, the podcast that usually takes her favorite properties and reboots them before Hollywood has the chance to, and so is usually kind of like brainstorming fanfiction. But today we're doing something different. Anyway, I'm Lindsay, I use she, her pronouns. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I'm usually Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> I usually don't put the cart before the horse like that, but okay. <laughs> Oh, it's like it's like the people at co-op who they have to give me their membership numbers before I can put their groceries through, and then I ask their name to confirm, and they're like, well, I was when I left the house this morning. <laughs> Which is, at least that's still kind of funny. It's It hasn't become as old as the daily, oh, it's not scanning, it must be free! I feel your pain. Anyways, today, oh yeah, I'm Tanner with them. Today <laughs> is our Avernursery Q&A episode anniversary <laughs> yeah i was about to try and make some kind of rhyme q it's the q and a sorry okay uh we asked we asked for uh questions off of twitter we also asked for some on uh the discord but we didn't get any cuz they all just use twitter which is good because they're all in the same place mm-hmm. so Let's answer some questions. The first question comes from our friend Rem. Oh yeah, I think everyone on here is a former guest of the show. Yeah. Okay. All these questions come from Rem. The fir- or They don't all come from Rem. <laughs> question number uno is from Rem. First question is from Rem. Current display name, Rem Maki Ito Respector. She, they. And they ask, If you could go back and re-reboot an episode with new ideas and thoughts after so long doing this, which would it be? Uh, I think it would probably be, I didn't do enough justice for a great and terrible beauty series, so I would probably- I don't think that was entirely your fault, though, because that whole week was a mess. Yeah, I had to get Ryan to co-host in a pinch. Yeah, because I, I got home and it's like, I can't, I can't do a podcast tonight, my dog shit everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> And so you're just trying to explain this, this like a very, very, um, very of the times tween book to Ryan. Yep. Well, no, I would say it's thoroughly teen book. No, but it's like it's it's it sounds like it's the sum total of all the tropes that were coming out of YA at the time that it came out. But done well. Yes, but he's sitting there like, uh huh. That that sounds great. Oh, 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 there's ghosts. There's magic. You say. Oh, there's a hop boy? Fascinating. <laughs> Poor Ryan. <laughs> when do they get to shoot things? <laughs> the magic doesn't work like that. I'm not sure. Like, there are definitely episodes that I feel I didn't come in with enough preparation, and mm-hmm. so they just kind of went, nah. But I can't think of any off the top of my head, so I'm quickly going through the list. Because there, there are definitely times where we finish the recording and I'm like, that was really good. And then other times I'm like, yeah, that was okay. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I hey you you tell me which ones that I spearheaded that I didn't do very good on, and I'll probably agree with you. But I can't off the top of my head, and with with the nostalgia girls on, no, I think everything I've done was oh, all right, <laughs> even though I know for a fact that that's not true. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyways, Rem's second question is: How many patrons do we need to get Tanner guitar lessons before the next musical episode? Okay, so so here's the thing. Well, first off, we don't have a Patreon anymore. Yeah. Well, technically, technically, I still have the Patreon. I just, every month, I uh, refuse billing because 
there is always the possibility in the future that we might need to reactivate it. So I don't want to have to go through all the hoops of making a new Patreon. Also, this one has like the old grandfather money in it. So yeah, but I'm also not going to start a Patreon to learn me guitar lessons unless I somehow lose my job. <laughs> that I being guess. said, go ahead. Uh, I was like, how many uh, how many podcast episodes do we have to sell to the to our main charity for you to get guitar lessons? Um, well. Well, that, that would also... See, that's money for charity. So I'm not seeing out of that money to make guitar lessons. Under which circumstances would you learn guitar for the next musical episode? See, the next musical episode is going to be a jukebox musical also, if I have my way. So I don't think I'd need guitar for that. The songs already exist. Yeah, but it's fun to play them. It is fun to play. Well, that's the thing. Is like I, I'm more likely to learn guitar for fun than I am to learn guitar for a podcast. Okay. Um, or piano. I'm trying to find, where's your actual website? Trying to find the cost of guitar lessons. Uh, lesson rates vary with the location instrument and the teacher's education and experience. Though some are lower or higher on average, they are between $20 and $25 per half hour private session. So if I were to do that weekly, that's about $100 a month. So that's $1,200. Hmm. So if anyone wants to give me $1,200... To do 52 weeks worth of guitar lessons. We shall see. Lindsay, I don't think you play any instruments. Uh, once upon a time I played guitar, but that was mostly through school because I needed that uh, arts credit. Fair enough. And... I played the baritone. <laughs> well, like, the guitar class at Knoll was the easiest credit ever. That's what I heard, Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> Um, I've also, sometimes I want to play piano, sometimes I want to play violin, but I feel like that's when you do need to start young. Yeah, and it doesn't sound good when you start. This is also true. Yeah, I actually had very little interest in learning instruments beyond, oh, I should probably learn an instrument. Yeah, just for fun. Yeah, just for fun. I wasn't into band. I was also very self-conscious about my musical talents. Because yeah, I, I mean, I think that's a lot of people. Yeah, I did a little bit of choir as like an elementary school kid, and then puberty hit, and uh, yeah, I don't have a singing voice. You're going to be self-conscious about your musical ability if you got didn't get enough praise as a child, or if you got too much praise as a child. Mm -hmm. you got to find that sweet spot where your parents thought you were just mediocre. <laughs> yeah, also didn't help that my family is not a musical family. Fair enough. Yeah. But yeah, Rem, that's the answer. Yeah. If, you, if you send us $1,200, I will learn guitar. Of course, that's, that's not... The, so the, the other thing is that learning how to play guitar wouldn't mean I'd know how to make... I mean, it might help me to make music, but it's not a guarantee. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, the next master questions are from Theo, uh, current display name Theodore Monk, musicals guy. Hi, Theo. Hi, Theo. First question, would you reboot a horse if you could? <laughs> Um, I'd reboot the extinct North American horse. I think horses should eat meat. I know it's going to sound weird because deer aren't that close related to horses, but sometimes a deer will nibble on a dead carcass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have heard that. 
I've heard that deer is like fingers. Yeah. <laughs> so think about that, everybody. Yeah. Look, horses bite, so it's not that far of a stretch. I think I think we should cancel horses and just replace them with deer. Well, I like horses. I there there's pros and cons to both animals. There's definitely an alternate timeline where all the domesticated animals are just like slightly different from what we have. It's like the universe where we domesticated bears instead of dogs and deer instead of horses. Bear cavalry. <laughs> <laughs> but but also consider the bear equivalent consider the bear equivalent of a borzoi. Oh yeah. Long bear. <laughs> long bear. The longest bear. <laughs> I like bourgeois. <laughs> so do I. But what if they were also bears? Yes. Convergent evolution. <laughs> long bear. Alright, uh, Theo's next question. If you could only reboot a single entry in a franchise to improve the entire body of work, which franchise would it be and what entry? So... MCU is back on the brain. And <laughs> Naturally. I, I am actually going to go for uh, Civil War instead of Ultron, because I think Ultron's problem is that it's uh, in the wrong place. Yeah. Um, but Civil War, the more I think about it, the less I like it, and the less it makes sense. And one of the starting problems is that neither Steve or Tony's points were articulated clearly enough. Yeah. Like, I can I can get behind what they were trying to say, but it's not something that was ever actually said in the movie. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't understand either point of view until I read a dissertation on Tumblr about it. Yeah, yeah. Like, they're... There was a thesis statement, but unfortunately, they didn't actually say the thesis statement in the movie. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's very it's very much uh, it boils down to an is versus ought argument between the two of them, where mm -hmm. it's like Tony says that we need some kind of governmental organized oversight organization to deal with the rise in like superhuman abilities, and Steve says. That would be nice, but using the government structures we have now, that wouldn't work. Which, yeah, you know what? Great debate right there. Great yes. point of friction. It's, friction. It's, it's, and it's actually very close to the, the debate going on right now, which is we, will, we would still need some kind of law-keeping infrastructure to, for society, but the one that we have right now is rotten to the core and that needs to be completely removed and restarted from the ground up. Yeah. Not just a rebranding. Yeah. Like, you find a body in the woods, you want someone to investigate it, but you don't want the current entities now. Yes. And it, and it's also a matter of you, you uh, repair society enough so that there are less bodies in, ending up in the woods to begin with. Yes. Um, my choice for rebooting... The, the question was specifically about the MCU, but I since we're talking about the MCU, specifically I need to reboot Spider-Man Far From Home, it, which is bad. It is a bad film. <laughs> Sorry. R Sorry, Jake Gyllenhaal stands. That is not a good movie. It is a, it is a fucked up movie. Tony Stark gave a teenager a bunch of drone strikes, dr strike drones. Yeah. And Peter never blinks at this at all. Yeah. 
It's like the MCU, like, in their rush to kind of, like, not have to rehash the origin story, kind of turned Tony into Uncle Ben. Yeah, and um, the Panda Red on TikTok was talking about how they, they've kind of ripped off a lot of Miles Morales stuff for the MCU Peter, because a lot of Miles Morales is living up to the shadow of a previous hero, who had very similar aspects to yourself. And obviously it's because they're both Spider-Man and with the MCU, it's that Peter is a very smart boy and Tony was a very smart person. Mm -hmm. Plus the fact that they basically turned Ned Leeds into Gonk Lee from Miles's stuff. Yeah. It's, it's a whole, it's a whole mess. A lot of MCU Peter has problems, but it's, there's, there are articles out there about basically the gentrification of Spider-Man. How Spider-Man is like becomes over the course of what the the four MCU movies that he's in, yeah, he becomes less and less concerned with like his roots and people who are of a lower class, and more concerned with like how can I best how can I best fit in with the rich people? Yeah, like I'd almost really appreciate it if they had shelled out the money to get Tobey Maguire back to be an older Peter Parker. Yeah, or I mean, a lot of people said that he should have played Uncle Ben. Yeah. Did you know that the the What If Zombies episode was the first mention of Uncle Ben in the entire MCU? Wow! Yeah. Huh. Okay. Yeah. And also, I I mean, it's a pipe dream, but I would have loved if Far From Home was a call-out post for Tony Stark. Because it's like, but both that and um, Homecoming, they both show that Tony has, like, is, is not exactly on the up and up. He's very much a corporate billionaire. Yeah. And, uh, like, Homecoming gets close to the idea that uh, Tony Stark has screwed people over, but then Far From Home just throws it out the window. It's like, actually, the people who are mad at Tony were wrong. They, they were wrong for being mad at the billionaire who stole all their ideas and, like, kicked them out of the company. Because Saint fucking Tony. Yep. So, yeah, in instead of uh, Far From Home san sanctifying Tony... I would have liked it to be the reckoning of Tony. Mm-hmm. Peter saying, like, he was great to me, but he is... He was great to me, and he was a good person deep, deep down, but the actions that he did while he was alive have hurt a lot of people. And I need to... If I want to step into his shoes, quote-unquote, I need to undo the damage that he's done and not just become his successor. Yeah. Like, frick. Like, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier fairly good, does have some major problems with its narrative, but even they were better at interrogating Steve's legacy. Yeah. Although, speaking of Falcon Winter Soldier, that it does kind of highlight an issue with Marvel movies where they'll introduce a very sympathetic villain who has very realistic issues with the way the world works, but then they will justify the heroes fighting against that ideology by having the villain kill someone. And it's like there's a Teller post where it's a person's like, I'm the unionizer and I think all the workers of the world should unite and, and, and uh, rise up against their oppressors, and then they shoot a kid in the head. Why do the heroes hate me? Yeah... That's that's the recurring issue with the Marvel movies. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And like in in um um what's her name? In Carly's defense, she she does kill the person by Oh no, that wasn't even the issue. The issue is like she's cuz she she's trying to basically do like she they believe in no more borders the flag smashers say and like the world should help each other and it's very progressive and like stop Stop ruining other people's lives for the sake of nationalism. But I also did blow up a building full of innocence. Oops. But it's like, the writers made her do that. Yeah. 
but it's portrayed as a flaw in the ideology that sometimes to make a better world you have to blow up a building full of innocents where no you don't the right the writers think you do because the the writers don't understand yeah also also they got that raytheon money (laughs) yeah and look you can have you know people with actually really good ideologies and points but have major character flaws yes like i don't know maybe an approach to magneto if they ever reintroduce him is that his problem isn't the whole mutant liberation thing it's maybe he's a controlling dick to people yeah i could a a variation of magneto that i think could work for the inevitable x-men movies was that maybe he he'd be the kind of person who is like some people aren't mutant enough in his eyes like oh you're acting too human and but but again that's you have to play that line carefully and marvel won't um because magneto ultimately still has to be a sympathetic character yeah or maybe it's the whole i know what's best for you despite you know maybe the individual mutant is like actually no i have xyz other problems yeah, and that's the thing, is that someone said that, uh, like, while, while, so mutants were initially introduced to represent um, the civil rights movement and represent African Americans mm-hmm. when they first propped in the comics, and then a lot of people realized, oh, it's actually a very similar to the uh, queer people yeah. in that sense. But a recent, uh, a recent suggestion has been that they more are in tune with disability. In the sense that there are a lot of dis- people with disabilities, a lot of different disabilities, and what works for one person doesn't work for the other. Yeah. And very much the argument of, like, we don't need a cure, says the woman who can control whether it was called a goddess, to the girl who kills anyone she touches. Yeah. <laughs> Just laying out some groundwork for future projects. Yes. Um, but yeah, ultimate. And here's the thing. I think my, my, in my, I, yeah. My feeling is that villains with sympathetic ideals don't really work anymore because it it can very easily turn into an argument against that ideal. Mm -hmm. And if you want to have a sympathetic villain, it has to come from their personal issues rather than the goal they're pursuing. Yeah. So basically it boils down to uh, a cool mode of still murder. Yeah. Anyways, Anyways. the question was um, rebooting a single entry in a franchise. Is there anything outside of Marvel that we feel we should do? Um, The other idea that just popped into my head is probably the Rise of Skywalker. Yes. Yeah, because that is a classic case of nobody was communicating with each other and they actually admitted that. Yep, yep. Um, Personally, I feel like the entire sequel trilogy should be rebooted uh in the sense that a lot of stuff that happens in the last jedi really should have happened in the first one yeah which is excuse me i think that's something that ryan was mentioning too yeah but yeah if if we only had the chance to reboot the the rise of skywalker we're we're gonna re-rise them oh yeah and we'll probably give it a better name yep anyway anyway uh theo's next question is ideal guest and we have talked about this before, but I think things have updated. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Who's our f- current favorite YouTuber? Uh... Well, so we I did actually send a message to Pushing Up Roses on Instagram about like, hey, sorry for cold calling you like this, but we really love your work and we think it'd be pretty cool if you came on our podcast to reboot something and be whatever you want. Um, and if you think I'm an absolute weirdo for saying, hey, come on my podcast, you just want to ignore this, that's fine too. And she did completely ignore the message. 
So who knows? <laughs> okay. Um, and see, it's funny because last time we were talking about this, our, our previous YouTuber goal was Surge, and we did just cold call him, and he did come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I figure pushing up roses is a little bit busy. Yeah, she, yeah. I mean, she also definitely gets a lot of messages, and unfortunately, based on some of her tweets, not all of them are great. Yeah. So if she saw the message and was like, this is going to be a weird situation, I'm deleting this. I do not blame her. Yeah. Um, I was just thinking because they recently updated with a new video. Grace Lee of What's So Great About That. I got into their full core video, uh, What Makes Full Core Scary? And a field in England, The Presence of Absence, which is really neat. And yeah, they just talk about a whole bunch of interesting media topics that hit a whole bunch of buns that are just like right for me. So I think they would be pretty cool to have on. Um, I've also, like, th these are people I've said before, I'd love to see, uh, Don Noble on here mm -hmm. from Lost in Adaptation. Yeah. Uh, I think it would be cool if we got, like, Emily Cheshire or even Sarah Zed. I think Sarah Zed is, like, the pipe dream right now. Yeah, her and Dan Olson are, I think, fellow Canadians, but are, like, A tier. Yeah. <laughs> no. If we could do some godlike shit, I would love to have Dan Carlin on here. <laughs> <laughs> I would. Hmm, who's who's a real actor I'd like on here? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Hmm, maybe Nick Samson, Chip Chip from Power Rangers Mystic Force. <laughs> yeah. Who also does podcast on occasion. So cool. But yeah, those are the ideal guests. Yeah. Um. Are there any more Theo? Oh yeah, and there is one more Theo question. How many horses could you each take in a fight? None. At least one. <laughs> I'm not strong enough. All you gotta do is punch the thing. But like emotionally. <laughs> Alright, our next batch of questions come from Cassidy at M-A-D-L-O-B-A that. Our next batch of questions come from Cassidy at M-A-D-L-O-B-O-T-A-N-I-S-T. Current display name, Cassidy Zoysite from Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> I thought Zoysite was a Sailor Moon character. They're both. Anyway, the question- Anyways, Cassidy, Cassidy's question. Cassidy's first question. If you could reboot Boots, how would you do it? Oh, I don't know. Maybe- Make them all lace up at the, like, wide at the top so that it's easier to get the leg in. Uh, yeah, I think, I think zipper, zippering the boots. Stronger zippers. Yeah, but, but get, the, the, the struggle of putting on and taking off a boot. I have had to pull my mom's boots off before, and I am concerned about how she's going to deal with winter once it hits and I'm no longer living at home. Yeah, I have to buy new boots because the zipper's on mine. Uh, because I bought cheap boots, they broke. Yeah, and like, so th that's the thing, is that there are boots with zippers. I just think that all boots should have zippers. Yeah. You get the zipper, and then you put like a Velcro thing on top of it to protect it from the elements, but that would just make things so easier. Mm -hmm. And also just like for general shoe things, why are, wide sizes should be more available. I have wide yeah. feet, and it is impossible... I have the curse of having wide feet and a half size. Oof. Yeah. 
finding shoes is a fucking nightmare. And my feet aren't even that big. Sounds rough. I... You know, I think I might have a little bit wider than normal feet, too. I think one of them might be wider than the other. <laughs> eh, bodies are usually lopsided. Yeah. Uh, Cassidy's next question, they ask, How often do you reboot your phone? As in, like, turn on, turn off? Turn off, turn on? I think so. Yeah. yeah. So far, not that often. I, have a, I had an update a couple weeks ago, so... I had to do it a lot with my iPhone when it was on its last legs, but now that I have, like, a fresh new Galaxy, I think I've only done, like, every other month. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I probably didn't have to. I'm sure there was, like, a simpler solution to whatever issue I was having, but I was like, no, I'm, I'm, holding, I'm holding the pillow on top of your face <laughs> until you fix the issue. <laughs> Die, motherfucker! <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, Cassidy's next question. Do you think reboots can work without the context of the original? Does having that context help? I'm trying to think of reboots I didn't know were a reboot until, like, I looked up on Wikipedia. See, I feel like there is an issue with modern-day reboots and adaptations that, well, maybe not necessarily adaptations, but with reboots that they put stuff in that you will only understand if you watch the original. Yeah, and there's usually not as much time between reboots. Yeah, that's true. That's why we're able to make this show. <laughs> yeah, like, I think a lot of the reboots I didn't even realize were reboots, or let's just say remakes, were because, like, there might have been, like, at least a decade between the two films. And in some cases, because of lack of internet at the time, like, a lot of westerns were originally samurai films, and a lot of the samurai films were originally based off of western novels. Hmm. But again, there was like a, quite a bit of time between the adaptations. Yeah, I think ultimately any reboot or adaptation should be able to exist on its own. You shouldn't need to be able to refer back to the original. And you can still put like stuff referencing the source material, but it can't be imperative to the understanding of the film or the TV show or whatever. Yeah, like I think the stuff that you can reference back is probably going to be more like... Um, aesthetics and like the plot should be fairly similar if we're going by like classic reboot definitions. Yeah. Like you could definitely watch the new Dune movie and not have seen any other adaptation of it. Or have read the book. Or have read the book. And that's regardless of whether it's good or not. Yeah. Although I would say if you don't have to, that is a point in his favor. Yeah. Like if anything. The film, like, if it's based off of another source material, it should make you want to go and watch it to, out of interest. Um, and I think if, um, the Mortal Kombat movie, I think, was a successful reboot and adaptation in the sense that I know very little about Mortal Kombat, and I was still able to enjoy the movie and understand the rules of the world that it was set in. Yeah. And, and then actually even, the, the, it is able to do... So if you don't know anything about Mortal Kombat, you don't know that it's very cool when Scorpion says, Get over here! Uh, but Mortal Kombat was able to frame it in such a way that, like, when Scorpion does say, Get over here, it's at an important climactic part of the movie, and it's also the only thing he says in English in the movie. Yeah. So even if you know nothing about Mortal Kombat, you still know, Oh, that's the major important thing when Scorpion says, Get over here. And you don't need to have played the games to get a deeper understanding of that. You just know that it's important because the movie frames it as important. Yeah. So, sorry to people 
who didn't like the Mortal Kombat movie, I thought it was good. <laughs> I haven't seen it, so I have no opinion. I, f- I want to say you'd like it. I can't remember how much gore there is in it. For I can to be close my eyes. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> Christ, I'm not that delicate. It also it also has tiny robot arms get turned into big robot arms by the power of believing in yourself. Cool. <laughs> um, Cassidy's last question was: Can you believe they're rebooting Sam Raimi's Spider Man Two? <laughs> <sighs> see the reason i'm so conflicted about uh spider-man 3 colon spider-man 2 is because yes they're bringing back dr octagonopus and that's very cool but i don't want him to get infected with mcu bullshit yeah look i'm a lot more chill with the mcu but there are some major fucking problems with it yeah Anyways, thanks for your questions, Cassidy. Thank you. Uh, and then our last batch of questions come from our friends Christina, our, our, our singular friend Christina. She's, I mean, she does contain multitudes. Yes. <laughs> I have a headache, and I'm pretty sure it's because it's uh, because of the Chris Bratt Mario casting. Anyways, Christina's first question. Uh, she asks, out of curiosity, do y'all know how many things you've rebooted that later got official reboots announced? Let me check. Well, I know there's definitely been murmurs of a Once Upon a Time reboot. Yes. Like, very very shortly after we started the show. <laughs> well, there has been for a while, because didn't the seven-year wait pass when we started the show? I think it was 20... Mm, okay, hang on. Because I know the season finale was right before the season, the season five finale of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And so if Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. started in 2013... 56, 17... So 2018. So no, it's only been off three years. Oh, okay. Still a bit <laughs> early, in my opinion. It was like fresh in our minds when we started the show, actually. Uh, let's see. Animorphs got a graphic novel, which does help if they ever want to do an animated series or live action series. Yeah. They did make. Hey, they did make a Green Knight movie. <laughs> that is true. Um. Let's see. Silk. Is apparently getting a like a part in the all girl Spider Verse movie, but we already knew that when I did did, did the Silk episode. Yeah. Um, Sonic two thousand six is like one of the few games they're not remastering when they did those various announcements earlier this year. Mm-hmm. There is a Resident Evil movie coming out, but Jake's idea was uh, CW's Resident Evil. So yeah, and they're still working on Legally Blonde three, but I think we already knew that when I did the Legally Blonde TV show. Okay. Um. The Empire, Record, the Empire Records episode I did because they had announced a musical, but I ha- don't think there's been any news about said musical since they announced the musical, so... Okay. I'm just going through all of our stuff. Okay, they did the Friends Reunion, I was very disappointed when I found out that the Friends Reunion was just like an interview special and not like a, a Where Are They Now sequel episode to the show, like which is what I thought they were going to be yeah. doing. So maybe we'll do that. <laughs> Well, we are. Well, we did oh, the Friends oh, yeah. reboot, not the Friends. Uh, like twenty years later. Yeah. Okay. I don't think I care enough about Friends to do a sequel when I've already got a perfectly good reboot sitting over here, where Ross has been replaced by his lesbian wife. Yeah. No news on the Be More Chill movie front. I don't know if the existence of Dear Evan Hansen is a point for or against it. <laughs> yeah. They did make the Mighty Ducks TV show, and it does not feature real ducks. <laughs> 
Unfortunately. But it does have a plot very similar to my Glee fanfic. (laughs) (laughs) There's there are always murmurs of a Degrassi reboot, but nothing has gotten like any traction lately. Um, they did announce Overwatch 2, but that was basically uh, to distract people from their union busting over at Activision Blizzard. Yeah. Uh, on to the year two items. No word on any kind of Sleepy Hollow reboot. Uh, and if there was, it would probably be coming out on, not Disney+, Plus, on Star+, Plus, a feature of Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. Neopets is making NFTs, so bad reboot. Look, they're already owned by the Scientologists, so... I don't know. <sighs> no word on a Zatanna show, although I'm behind on Stargirl, so I don't know if there's any hints of one in that. I feel like it's more likely to spin off of Stargirl than it is off of the mainline Arrowverse, but listen to them can dream. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we did have a whole episode talking about how we don't know enough about Mandalorian culture, and then, like, later that month... The Mandalorian comes out. Exactly. <laughs> No news on the Frogger front. Um, I think they announced they were making Lackey Daisy animated thing like a few months after you had your Lackey Daisy episode. Okay. There's no official Agent Carter reboot, but uh, Sousa did show up in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.'s final season, and also you have your whole fanfic. Yep. And there's also the What If episode, which is cool. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I think a lot of people agree that it was one of the weaker ones. Yeah. As, as cool as Captain Carter is. Part of it is like her team didn't really make sense. It was v- it was very much what if what if Peggy was Cat in America and the exact same movie happened except it was only half an hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does it does seem like she's going to return for the finale. There's going to be some kind of like Guardians of the Multiverse and they're going to have to fight against Infinity Ultron. Cool. Yeah, we'll we'll see we'll see how it plays out. Yeah. The most recent episode was good because it was what if Thor. Uh, grew up with that Loki as his brother, and he's just a horrible frat boy. And he basically has the universe's greatest party across all of Earth. I mean, <laughs> most Norse troubles have started a uh, at a pretty intense party. So yeah, and then him and Captain Marvel beat the shit out of each other, and it's really good. Actually, that's a fight I really want to see now. <laughs> well, you can. <laughs> it's true. I do have the Disney Plus account. <laughs> Um, let's see. Nothing on... A lot of our year two stuff didn't happen. Obviously, Miraculous Ladybug is still ongoing, so it'll be a while before it gets a reboot. hmm But we all agree that Miraculous Ladybug was bad. <laughs> Continues to be not good. <sighs> um, the New Warriors show... I think I was still holding out hope that it could, like, manifest on Disney Plus when I did my New Warriors episode. Uh, but now it sounds like the reason it never uh, was sent to series is because one of the higher-ups at Freeform was incredibly homophobic. And the new Warriors show was very queer positive, and so they just, like, buried it. Oh. Yeah. Shit. Which is not not good optics for Disney, the corporation that keeps on saying, yeah, the queer heroes are definitely coming in Marvel. Just be patient. We promise. Um, this, okay, so I think w- when I was talking about Scott Pilgrim, the video game, I mentioned how Scott Pilgrim, the existing video game, was wrapped up in right stuff. And then, like, a week after that episode came out, they announced that they could uh, bring it back. Okay. So that's that's like speed run yeah. <laughs> for this question. Uh, Charmed is still ongoing. The only new development of that is that they lost a cast member at the exact same time the original lost a cast member. Yeah! <laughs> Funny how history rhymes. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it was the oldest sister, too. Yeah. 
Okay, that's kind of freaky. <laughs> Maybe she planned it that way. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? If I'm going to exit, I'm going to exit at a time that makes the Phantom go, Ah, wild! <laughs> the Weekenders, not only is The Weekenders not getting rebooted yet, but it is still not available on Disney+. Plus. What the fuck? Apparently they're doing a whole bunch of announcements on quote-unquote Disney Plus Day, um, which is just the two-year anniversary of Disney Plus launching, which is, on the one hand, it's kind of ridiculous, but on the other hand, it would be cool if they announced that, hey, we're finally putting The Weekenders on Disney Plus, because then I can just rewatch The Weekenders. Yeah. All right, and then from this past year, still no news on a Gargoyles reboot. Um, when I did the Drop Mix episode, I didn't know about the game uh, Fusor, which is like the spiritual successor to Drop Mix, which is a decent game, but the controls need a bit of tuning up because it is really hard to hit things on beat, which is rough on a rhythm game. Yeah. <laughs> um, still no Injustice 3 announcement, which does surprise me because everyone is ready for that at E3 and NetherRealm was very quiet. Hmm. So maybe next year. Okay. Or maybe at the Gamer Awards. <laughs> Whichever comes first. Yeah. Um, Assassin's Creed is still Vikings. Yeah. Um, no new Monster Rancher, but they did announce at E3 earlier this year that they were going to port the first two Monster Rancher games to the Switch, so that's cool. Cool. There, apparently there is a new Digimon MMO coming out, but it's not the one that I designed, so... They're lost. Yeah. Also, no new Star Treks, no new Dissidias. Top Gun itself still has not come out yet. Yeah! <laughs> Look, Tom, you're not that special. Just take the yell and go straight to streaming. Yeah. <laughs> um. Ba 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 ba. No, there's there have been no new Kingdom Hearts games announced since the most recent episode. Um, and also I feel like this episode came out before the ending of the mobile games, but I think it still works within the mobile games. Mm -hmm. Um. No indie news. Uh, no Catwoman solo film. And she, even if it was, I doubt she'd be a con writer, tragically. Yeah. CW has not picked up her Jalen Showdown pitch. <laughs> Marvel Mongaverse has stayed dead, which is probably a good thing. Probably for the best. No Mighty Morphin musical. Uh, and that's it. So yeah, those those that's everything that we uh, predicted using the gift of prophecy. Woo! That was the first question Christina asked. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Christina's second question. What would the rat have to offer you to showrun or create the Once Upon a Time reboot you've been planning? Carte blanche. Yeah. Or at at the very least, pay us the same amount that uh, Edward and Kitsis were being paid and give us the final say on all casting. Yeah. Um, with an asterisk for the same amount of money to account for inflation, of course. Yes, that's true. Even though it's probably minor, but still, it's been... Also also put it in the budget for practical effects. Yes. Because that CGI was... I know it can't be helped sometimes. Like, some... it's charming! I know it can't be helped sometimes, but I also know that... Uh, or at least, I don't know, but I wouldn't be surprised if they went the Marvel route of a lot of this is shot on a green screen, and we're just gonna use uh, a lot of ununionized CGI labor in order to fill in the gaps. Yeah, especially for the stuff in the Enchanted Forest. Listen, we can shoot on location in Vancouver. Yeah. It's a forest. Yes. We just take over Stanley Park for like a week. Exactly. A week to shoot a full 22 episode <laughs> series. <laughs> Very doable. 
I exaggerate, okay? We're going <laughs> we're going up to Whistler. <laughs> <laughs> That's for the frozen season. Yes. <laughs> um, all right, Christina's next question is, what do you reboot website? Well, we did. I rebooted Neopets. And I want to keep on rebooting Neopets so they don't make NFTs. Mm-hmm. I might want to reboot, like, fanfiction.net. But I think the... You know what? If AO3 had wanted a bit more social media stuff, like have the forums and definitely have a better stat tracker. Yeah, so that's the thing, is that there's there are a few elements of FFNet that we both would like in yeah. AO3. Like, I, I do want to look at the graph and see, like the the view rate climbing as my fic gets more popular but also the breakdown by chapter of like what's actually doing well yeah also i you sh- i think you should be able to give uh multiple kudos per fic yes like like every chapter should be able to get its own kudos yeah and maybe that doesn't show on like the total but you can break down like how many people hit the kudos button on that chapter mm-hmm. um I also, I feel that they could benefit for a more robust uh, filtering system in the sense that you should be able to say, this is the main pairing and these are the main characters. Yeah. Because, like, I know you're going to, the people are going to take every character that appears in this fic, but, like, I don't, if I'm looking for a big, if I'm looking for Big Red in the High School Musical, the Musical, the Series fanfics, I don't want Big Red to be, like, appearing for five minutes in the background of, uh, like, Ricky and Nini, okay? I want to be the main character. I want you to be able to flag Big Red as the main character of this fic. Yeah. They, now, and the thing is, they did introduce the, like, like, the, um, the, not, not negative tags, but, like, the. The f- filtering out ability, where it's yep. like, do not show me, fix with these tags. And they also have a tag limit. Yes. That's a more recent one. Yeah. Okay, the thing is, so the tag limit is like 750 tags. Yeah. And they only introduce it because there is like this 100 chapter long fic for uh, Chinese drama that had basically every single tag. Dear Lord. Yeah. So... <laughs> But yeah, if AO3, if you can introduce the button that allows me to not have to look at any single Steric fanfic when I'm looking through Teen Wolf, then you can also introduce the button that lets me uh, know that uh, uh, Scott is the main character and Styles is the side character, or what have you. Mm-hmm. All right, and then Christina's last question is, what Pokemon game would you reboot? Well, Pokemon Z. <laughs> yeah, we need a Z. Or Z. Yeah. And, I mean, Pokemon has been going back and rebooting some of their older stuff anyways, because they, they remade, not remade, but they did the sequel to Snap, yeah. and they did the remake of Mystery Dungeon, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't be surprised if they did a remake of Explorers and of Time and Darkness, because I think those ones are much more popular than the original Mystery Dungeons. Yes. I think the, the final mainline series remakes we'll ever see will be uh, the Black and Whites. Because those are actually popular. Yeah, oh, yeah, the black and whites were like, they weren't as popular when they first came out, but they've benefited a lot from hindsight. Yeah. And uh, the less I hear about, okay, I have a bit of a pet peeve with Gen 5 because everybody's like, oh, they were never popular. Like, they're so underrated. And it's like, no, they're the most overrated games now. <laughs> but I think the Pokemon company is aware of how popular they are nowadays. And I because of the fact that a lot of the regional variants from Sword and Shield were based off of Gen 5 Pokemon. Yeah. So, yeah, I 
I, I, it's, it's usually once per system, so whatever the successor to the Switch is, that's when we'll see uh, black and white remakes, and I, but I don't think we'll ever see, like, an X and Y remake. Yeah. Unless they, like, they can get into virtual reality or some shit, but I think at that point it's, like, at that point they make the MMO that everybody wants, where it's, like, it can go anywhere in the world, yeah. and somehow it will still have different versions. Yes. <laughs> because they want to make all that money! Yeah. Or no, actually, I think I think they would do a, a Let's Go Johto. Yeah, because we've that's that's would actually be that and Unova are the last games that we've never seen in three D because we have seen three D Kanto in the Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee games. Yeah, and if anything, Johto gets the least amount of love, which is fascinating because I think Johto for a long time was the more popular one. Yeah, but yeah, I I don't think we do a reboot of Black and White. I think we just let the reboot of Black and White happen. Yeah. Um, Coliseum? Yeah, probably Coliseum. I feel like if Ryan ever comes on again, he'll do Coliseum. Yeah. That's probably one of his, like, top five. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. That's all the questions. Thank you, everybody, for the questions. Thank you. That was fun. Hey, Lindsay. Hey, Tanner. We did it. Yay! I know we already mentioned for the past few episodes that we made it, but we made it. <laughs> Yay! We hit a big milestone! Woo! Three slutty, slutty years. <laughs> so here's to three more slutty, hoary seasons. <laughs> Just some real nasty seasons. Oh, yeah. I mean, this year we'll have episode 169, so... <laughs> Yeah. It's also going to have episode 200, which I got to get started on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Actually, hang on. Hang on. Let's quickly rewind to Christina's first question about uh, reboots that happened uh, after the fact. Here's the reboot that happened before I had a chance to do it. My original pitch for episode 200 was just us making an episode of Mystery Science Theater 3000. And guess what happened? And now they're making their own streaming site. (laughs) (laughs) So we... We've kind of already figured out what our other option is for episode 200. And it won't be Mystery Science Theater. Yeah. We won't get a chance to hear all of our former guests sing the Satellite of Love theme. Aw. Good news, Serge, you're off the hook. We won't force you to sing this time. <laughs> also, also, speaking of rebooting of websites, I feel like we should make our own website. I need to get onto NeoCities and figure that out. Maybe I'll do that on my day off this week. I mean, I doubt we're getting the Squarespace... Um sponsorship anytime soon. Well, no, no, that's why I said Neo Cities. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, if anybody wants to sponsor us. Yeah. Give us give us $1200 so I can learn guitar. <laughs> you know what's going to happen? You know what's going to fucking happen? We're going to get sponsored by Viterra. I don't know them. <laughs> They're the fertilizer company that have the ugly building uh downtown. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, because we we have such a huge amount of farmers in our listener base. <laughs> uh, or I don't know, maybe Cowtown. Oh, Cowtown. Well, let's let's have a uh, straight guy and cow come on as guests. <laughs> <laughs> in town, out of town, gotta be Cowtown. They're the ones who are going to reboot horses. Oh yeah. Um. Anyways, <laughs> where 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 can you be found on the internet? I can be found on Twitter at lindsaym m 476 Lindsay spelled with an A, and you can get to all my other social media bullshits from there. Tanner, where can people find you? 
You can find me on Twitter at SparkyUpstart, on Instagram at SparkyYoungUpstart. You can also find this very podcast on Twitter at N-I-I-R-Y-F-Pod. Those are the letters for not a fire boot you first, and they're pronounced you can also email us at notifyrebootyoufirst at gmail.com where you can send us your comments, critiques, criticisms, and your ideal reboot for horses. No, that's a different podcast. <laughs> uh, but that's also where you could email us a friendship promo, be it an audio clip or just a proof for us to read. Either way, we'll put in a free ad for your podcast, your YouTube, or even your DeviantArt. Not if I reboot you first as a member of the Corner Podcast Network, and you can talk more about this show or others on the network via our Corner Podcast Discord. Our cover art, as always, is by Alex, and her work can be found on ptchew.com. And our theme music is done by our friend Sean Clake, and you can contact us to find out how to contact him if you let music of his own for your own. This podcast is recorded on Treaty 4 territory, the traditional lands, the Cree, Insulto, Assiniboine, and Métis. And last but not least, don't forget that you can buy this episode for yourself. That is right, it is not an NFT, it is just your name on a spreadsheet, but for a $5 donation to the North Central Family Center, link in the description, we will declare that you are the owner of this podcast episode or any episode you so desire. So Tanner. So Lindsay. Uh, it is actually your turn next week. Fuck! <laughs> Why don't we do Redwall? Sweet. Murder mice. <laughs> do I do a hint about that or just just that what I added in? <laughs> just that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Next week we're uh, going to find out that we, we am that is. Yeah. Red <laughs> You lolia. <laughs> um yeah, shit, let's be nice, but not unless we reboot you first. Bye! <laughs>